0: Just polish. I look up to the sky and now the world is i it all my life. i, made it, I made Good morning everybody. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the Blitz Morning Show. My name is Toby Brindle and I will be your host for this show. Ah uh, Second episode for the month of May. I do have to say. It's been a treat. It's beautiful. And I do have some news that I would like to share with you guys. So, one of the things that it's lacking is chances of actually having more music within the show. As well as clips of different things. Like if I have a clip that I need to play. I don't really have a way of doing it properly. And the way that I want to do it. But I did find... an online program that allows me to have an actual button bar anywhere I go so that's going to be one of the huge additions to this show so I'm really really excited and for example here is an example of what we're going to play It's a little bit of work to it, but you get the point. And yes, it is Hoyman Watch 2020. And just in case you're new to the show and you don't really know much about what a Hoyman is or who Hoyman is, let me kind of break it down. So, Hoyman and I, we've been friends since like grade 8. But I've known him a lot longer than that and it's probably like grade 6. Yes, I've known about him. never seen him anything like that he was kind of like a myth his whole family was a myth never met him nothing like that until grade eight when we were actually in the same room so hoyman and i been friends like that for since grade eight we've started calling each other uncle and he calls me wilbur i call him hoyman it's kind of like one of those mutual respects anyway the other day he actually messaged me and we started having a conversation via text message. It went on for a pretty long damn day. But he kind of got sad because I, when I told him I was moving, he thought I was going to be moving up north, not down south, closer to work. I don't blame him, really. I would love to be in the same city as him, have chances and opportunities to be friends again where we can hang out with his family, my family. And just do things that Hoyman and I would normally do. Mountain biking, uh, motocross, go watch, help him, any chance to get. So it's just simple things like that that I kind of miss. And I would love to do again. But with his busy schedule, me being in a different city, it's going to be one of those a lot harder times to actually do. So I think one of the only times that we can actually go and... Hang out and do stuff. Is me actually moving up to Regina. Because when he comes back to Weyburn He tends to hang out with his family. Which I totally understand. I'd be the exact same way. Alright so. That was Hoyman Watch 2020. And any chance that I get. Where we have a conversation. I will keep it updated. Because my one main goal. Is actually to have a co-host. Where we can just sit here. BS, have fun back and forth. And that even includes having Hoyman on board. So, hashtag getHoyman is one of the things I tried getting. It didn't work too well. But at the same time, when I tried doing it, my audience was a lot smaller. So, it's a possibility that I may try it once again in the future. (laughs) But no, uh, some of the people that I would like to have on the show is Hoyman, Cookie, from the old time Cookie and the Coffee Man, as well as one of my old guest hosts, Alex B. I'm trying to get him back on, but we have been... uh, not Our schedules haven't been... Doing good. So uh, that's one of the reasons why i uh, kind of doing the solo. <laughs> solo. All right. So let's get on with the show. Uh, let, why don't I just do this? Do this. Starting to get everything more organized, more better, more awesome. All right. So check marks. Hoyman Watch 2020 update. Did it. So let's go and slide into daily mail news I used to do daily mail news three times a week because it was just really really interesting seeing how stupid some people actually are in some of the dumb things that they do so it was kind of like if you think you're having a bad day check this person out for example the other day uber fires 3500 drivers effectively immediately by zoom one of the reasons is just because well you have the coronavirus you have your distancing of six feet it just doesn't work and they feel that some of the people weren't actually cleaning their vehicles properly and that was one of the things that i could never figure out because with taxis time is money the more time you spend with the person to reach into the destination, it's more money. Then the faster you go from person to person, that means that you'll make more money in the day. But you, you always hear about all these regulations about restaurants, stores, grocery stores, etc., etc. But you really never hear about taxis. So that was one of the things that I could never figure out. But apparently Uber just thinks, yeah, let's just fire him. On them. Alright. Then, with the everybody nowadays, well, not everybody, but so many more people nowadays are trying to live by rights. Um, this is my right to do this. This is. In the Constitution. There we go. So, of course, some places across the world, they've actually had lockdown procedures to help trying to stop the spread of coronavirus. Which, totally understand. I had to go get a new doctor, so I was talking to him. I says, if you want to combat and reduce, lock the whole entire country down for three months. The only people who can go out are the people working, say, at Walmart or co-op or wholesale store. No frills. Where they can basically deliver food to you. And that is it. You cannot leave the house under no circumstances. And the doctor actually said that was one of the things that they've been trying to push. But, of course, the Canadian government, things like that, they're not listening. So, anyway... Anti-lockdown protesters, protesters, carry assault rifles and rocket launchers as they buy subs at Subway. Of course, I'm taking a look at this and going, what the hell? But yeah, there are people now carrying (laughs) weapons and saying, this is my right to carry this weapon and it's my right. To basically have freedom. And to go anywhere they want. You know. When you have a rocket launcher. I ain't saying jack crap. That's got to be one of the most scariest things. Like seriously. A rocket launcher. Yeah. Let's just kind of stay away from that. (laughs) But I do have to say. subway. Should actually feel absolutely safe. When it comes to that. Alright next up. When you kind of take a look at your products around your house, like, for example, shoes, handbags, uh, your couches and stuff. Have you ever thought about, say, leaving it for two months and seeing what happens to it? You know, most of the shoes and things like that, they don't really do anything. Right? They'll just sit there, collect dust, and bada di da Little pixie dust here and there, but <laughs> in Europe, in the like, for example, Spain, Italy, they actually had lockdowns for a couple months. Well, there are stores that the owners' employees actually finally got to go back into them after like two, three months of lockdown to find that designer shoes and handbags were sprouting mold after store. Actually shuts down for a certain amount of months. It's one of the most grossest things you ever seen. It's like. You shape your leftover food. To look like certain pieces of. Clothing. Shoes. Um, there was mold growing on chairs. And that's what it looked like. Like blue mold. Growing on these products that are worth. hundreds and hundreds of dollars, even thousands of dollars. But some of the real questions are, why is the mold growing? Is it too humid? Is there something within the material that's not been treated? There's a lot of questions. And that's all I can say. But, God damn, does it look disgusting. Jesus. It looks like mold on and cheats like oh. <laughs> um, all right uh, designer shoes Kate okay, we got that okay huh what is with all these helicopters I'm just looking at a helicopter right now it's not the stars ambulance helicopter it's just like a privately owned helicopter that's quite low it's kind of weird anyway yes I really need a button bar button that says squirrel. All right. (laughs) So Ikea solo six act shocked after woman masturbates on sofa. (laughs) This one was really, really weird. And they said that this particular article had to have been sometime early last year. Just for the simple fact, it was of a Chinese descent in a Chinese. Ikea. And she just you know. Flopped it out and started masturbating on the sofa. Taking a look at the surveillance camera. And it wasn't just that. She was going across the whole entire store. Eventually. The store caught up with her. Told her to get out. And the cops are still looking for her. But. The actual video is being taken down. Because I guess in China. China. It is a lot more strict when it comes to things like that. And the person who posts it can actually get jail time as well as they're looking for her so she can get fined as well. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting, especially with the solo act in ikea really you would think somebody doing that would probably go to walmart or target or something but ikea i never guess i really never been in ikea so i don't know all right this segment's done you guys but we do have a couple more topics on daily mail so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take a little bit of a commercial break here Right here on the Bloodsporting Show. And when we come back, we are going to be finishing that up. As well as getting into a little bit of store. sports. Die. Sports. <laughs> okay. And then from there, we can continue on with the story. But sports, it's been kind of sketchy. I'll tell you the reason why. But when we are apart, I feel it. Let's try this again, you guys. Ah, the segment. (laughs) So what happened before is I had the second segment all planned, all figured out. I even had it recorded. I press end. I looked at the sound waves and noticed that it wasn't looking right. As soon as I clicked it, I couldn't hear anything out of my headset Looked down, realized my microphone was not plugged in. And everything that was heard (coughs) was from the microphone from my phone. So everything was in horrible sound, no button bar. I guess that's what you get for not doing your job properly and not actually double checking your work. So, basically, this is my take two on segment two. I don't know why I don't just say forget today and just walk away. But, you know, you guys want to hear this. So, let's make it happen. All right. All right. Okay. Let's turn that up. Can't see. All right. So, segment two is happening now. First up. Last segment, we are talking about daily mail news. And like I said, there's a few topics that I never got to in the first one. So here we go. All right. There's a guy in the States. I think it was in Montana. He got arrested, pulled over, then got arrested. But the comical ironic irony thing about this particular story is on his shirt, it said drug free." And of course, you know, it's kind of funny, especially if you're like a massive pod head, massive things like that, not actually being on it, but wearing the shirt. If you do, for example, say marijuana, well, let's just say he was arrested and you're thinking, oh man, what was he arrested for? He was arrested for having marijuana within his car. Talk about irony! You saying your T-shirt says you're drug-free, your car says differently. That that's pretty damn funny. <laughs> All right, so this next story is kind of lining up with the second segment of the sports. Mike Tyson has confirmed his return to the boxing ring. It's really, really interesting because seeing some of these videos and seeing that Mike Tyson's 52 years old, he's quick as hell, and when he punches, he punches! His new coach actually said when he was sparring with Tyson, there were times that he felt like he was going to die. I don't know if Tyson trains or anything like that, but if you take a look, at a picture from 2019 to 2020. Oh my god, this dude is jacked. Hit Tyson's stomach doesn't bulge out like a normal old man with the pot belly. It is almost flat. You can see his pecs, you can see his stomach almost straight down. Like this guy is gonna be effing scary. On the return to that, Evander Holyfield actually released a video of him training and saying that he's back. Could this be a rematch of Eargate from a couple of years ago? Maybe Mike Tyson's hungry for the other year. I don't know. Just in case you didn't know, Mike Tyson actually bit off in ear. But it's going to be interesting to actually see how well Tyson does. But God damn, that looks scary as hell. And I would love to see Tyson try and take on some of these younger guys, like half of his age, and seeing how well he does. But if he does do it, it's gonna be whoop. It's gonna be interesting to see. But here's a question for you guys. Would you let Tyson punch you? For a million dollars. And you're thinking to yourself, ooh, I like that van. Um, why the hell did you ask that question? The reason why I asked that question is it kind of brings it into my next set of to- or topics that I have written down. For one, nowadays, sports. Stations, uh, websites, including Facebook and Twitter. They're stretching so far to get topics. They are willing to ask those dumb, dumb questions. Would you let Tyson punch you for a million dollars? If you had a choice to dump one, keep three, who would you take? Crosby, Lemieux, or Yogurt? Which gold medal Olympic team would you rather have the one with Crosby or the one with Gretzky like it just it baffles me because of everybody keeps stretching for articles just keep trying to make it fulfilled which you know I don't blame them but there's one radio station that I listen to their sports station they don't stretch like that. They hate stretching like that. They find the topics, they talk about it. That's it. If they don't have any, they find other topics. Top 10, top 20 greatest Sweet 64 blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. And it just people are kind of forgetting about stuff. Like I'm I'm not even sure if sports channels are losing the listeners because of it. I guess it is what it is. All right, so, next topic. Okay, here in Canada, we have the CFL, Canadian Football League. Well, the CFL has approached the Canadian government to say, hey, we need about 150 $50 million to keep the league afloat and to keep the league going through the coronavirus because they're almost thinking with the way things are, they're not going to be able to make it if the season's canceled. So they just want, you know, a little bit of a pot to help them get by, which, you know, I totally understand. But at the same time, they're a huge company. And huge companies just normally don't get that kind of money to help keep afloat. The little guys, like uh, the companies that I'm working for, yes, they're getting money to help uh, push them through. But yeah, right now, should the Canadian government do it? I thought, what the freak? <laughs> Should the Canadian government do it? me personally I don't think so. I just 150 million it's bad enough that the Canadian government's spending millions and millions and even billions of dollars to help people through this harsh time. And there was an article that actually said that our probably grandkids grandkids could still be paying for it. When the time comes around so it's going to be really interesting to see but in reality the canadian government's worried about folding meanwhile their players alone are not even close to getting a paycheck some of the players have not received a paycheck since last november after last year's season that there alone is really really scary It's just, and when it comes to the CFL, they don't make dollar values like the NFL. There is an NFL player that's from my hometown, and he signed a contract of $900,000 for a veteran minimum. And even with the practice squad. The practice squad alone makes more than most people in the CFL. The CFL, I think their highest paid person is a quarterback and is just over a five hundred thousand dollars. Their practice squad is forty to eighty thousand a year for a practice squad. If I got another job, I could make more than somebody in the CFL. Doing less work, less gym time, spending more time with my family, and not getting brain—what's um, that word? Brain injuries. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, Duffy, I guess that's what you get for hitting me in the head one too many times when you're younger. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And yeah, poor guys, but the CFL players—you're you, considered to be a Canadian pro, but your paycheck says otherwise. All right, let's see. MLB—they're having issues between revenue sharing with the owners and players. The it, LM, the the MLB. Is kind of excited. Because if baseball comes in. The TV contracts. Could make more money. Because no fans are going to be let. Into the stadiums. Totally understandable. But the. Owners are like hey. You need to give us more money. Because we're not going to have fans. In the seats. To buy. Souvenirs. Hot dogs. Beer popcorn, confectioner, just in general. So it's going to eliminate that from the owner's pocketbooks for revenue, which I totally see on that part. But then the players are saying, hey, we're getting half of our paycheck because we're only playing half the games. Well, you know, I totally see where the players are. But I think when it comes to this particular argument, the league and the owners need to do something totally different and try figuring something out when it comes to the TV revenue sharing. The league makes more, the owners make less. And I know these guys are like billionaires owning all this other stuff. But with the owners, I'm going to have to side with them because they are losing out on... Uh, the concessions maybe there could be something reworked but I do recall seeing something somewhere prior for me recording this that there has been an agreement I don't remember what or where I didn't click on it and I know I should have but I didn't (sighs) anyway let's continue on Okay, The NHL is in talks for a 24-game playoff. I have a huge issue with this. So let me just kind of carry on with it. Got to do it quick. I only have like two minutes left. But I could always carry it to the next segment. Alright, so the NH- NHL wants to have a 24-game Game, or 24 team playoff scheme which I have a huge issue with because you're still missing out the next 7 or 8 teams that are going to be on the outside watching it so if you have say this a team that's not going to make it on a hot streak before the league shuts down they can't continue the hot streak just because with it they might have actually been able to squeak into the 24 game uh, boundary. Well, what they should actually do is, I'll tell you right after this commercial break, right here on the Blitz Morning Show. My name is Toby Brendel, and I'll see you. See, now you know who the guard beat back when in the city, again, you know who the squad beat. Flip mo. See, ain't nothing changed. No one back with the remix with the queen to the game. Up. When you see me in this project, better respect it. Y'all already know in my prep ain't the no reason to check it. And then know that you went with me just for the record. Silver stayed on my left. Mary J's blodge coming set. Maybe you can guess who it is. Uh-huh. Mary J. Blige, I'm about to handle my biz. Uh-huh. I'm on my grown woman, still a rep for the kids in every hood. Uh-huh. And all my people doing Turn a it Now you know really queen. And boom, that is how you do. A massive tease. Stupid, stupid genius. Alright, so... uh, Right before we went to the commercial break, we were talking about the 24-team playoff scheme. Well, my issue with that, like I said before, is we are going to be missing teams who possibly could have made it, not make it. What they should do is just do a full... Uh, league playoff uh, playoff scheme. Just plain and simple. It's going to be what, like 30, 31, 32 teams? I don't even know. There's so many freaking teams now, I lost track. Oh! So, uh, brain bark. uh. (laughs) So, it's just simple that way cuz i don't know if the teams that are going to make it, it's going to make any money off of it i don't recall but you guys are probably going to remind me later if the nhl actually has a revenue sharing via tell their telephone what the fuck it- what the heck it do- my brain's not making sense okay good that's not a skunk. Um, a TV revenue sharing program, just like the MLB. So if they don't, those other teams, they're going to be having a little bit of a problem. But just to make it fair, I think they should just get every team in. So TV contracts, everything like that. Even if Phoenix would have never made it, at least their television network can uh, play it on their TV they can get TV income advertisements, things like that like it will benefit every team if they do it that way instead of eliminating to 24 it's just, it's ridiculous I don't understand how it works but at the same time sometimes I am not a smart person (laughs) (laughs) The one that I think is going to be really, really interesting and possibly more people are going to watch is golf. And with golf, you don't need a lot of people. You can social distance absolutely fine. There's absolutely no problem with it starting up. And they've also decided to just go ahead with it. Go do it. People are itching for sports and this is one of the ways so tennis thought about it and I don't think they're going to do it but golf has already got plans for opening up certain courses for the PGA which I think is personally cool and I think that they should go do it it's just absolutely awesome yeah okay that's my two cents on golf (laughs) speaking about golf uh, I still want my friend Terrence to hop on. He's like a brother. He means a lot to me. And I just want to see how he's doing. Talk about a little bit of golf and things like that. And how it was to be a Canadian pro. Okay. Now let's get into the topics that I wanted to talk about in this segment. Um, I want to do a bunch of shout outs. I have about four that i love to do. They have been with me. Some of them from the very start. Some of them that are helping me hardcore now. Like Amish Baby Machine. I've known them since like 2014, 2015. They're going strong. They're going hard. They're from my favorite home state that I'm not actually born from. Minnesota. Amish Baby Machine. Go check them out. They tend to talk about pulp culture things. But they tend to talk about things coming from the 80s, which is absolutely cool. Drinks with Josh, it's a comedy show. It is absolutely hilarious. This is, okay, one episode, I think I had two spit laughs. And when I mean spit laughs, I mean when you're taking a drink, somebody says something and you spit it out. I've had more spit laughs. With this show than any other show that I listen to. And they're just like me. They go off the cuff. They do get organized once in a while. But in reality, if you like a little bit of swears, a lot of comedy, trivia, this is a show for you. Just go give them a try. Tell them that the Blitz Morning Show um, hopped on. (laughs) And let's go. Grease Valley Radio. Over the last, like, month to two months, they have been helping me out so much. The least I can do is help them out. They've been retweeting, sharing, liking, communications. If I need topics, there's snow in the ditch. What the hell? Weird, man. It's really weird. God dang it. Um, Anyway, they're helping me out. I want to help them out. Make sure you go check them out. It's Grease Valley Radio. Please. And if you mention the Blitz Morning Show, that means so much to me. The last one is the top six podcast. They don't like top threes. They don't like top five. They don't like top ten. They like top six ideas or products or ting-ting-tings. So me personally, go check them out. They're absolutely awesome. They're fun to communicate with. Like the one time they did top six hunks. Which got me thinking and that's what made me do my top five hunks on my show. Which you can always go back and double check and listen to any of my older episodes. But it was their show that made me think and realize that Ned Flanders has to be a man of all man's just beyond perfect and if you want to know why I said that go check out the show trust me on this one but top 6 podcast as well if you're going to say hi to them just tell them that the Blitz Morning Show sent you alright so I want to do something different I had this way back in the day where I told everybody stories and I thought you know Why don't I just add a little bit of a story to the show? So the story here is back in the day when Hoyman and I, we would hang out. We kind of sometimes push the limits to what we do and how we do it. Every weekend, we'd go out to the motorbike track to groom it. We'd hop on the quad. We'd drag it. We'd rake it. If there was ruts in the the jumps, we'd fill them. We'd give the jumps a little bit of a lip. We made it worth driving on, riding on, everything like that. Like, if it wasn't for Hoyman, I think I would be smashing my head against the wall. It's just absolutely unbelievable. He was also... What the one that got me deeper into motocross and things like that, where I would go sit and watch the CMRC on TV. I'd watch the American motocross. It just it was just absolutely awesome. But <laughs> Hoyman and I, we would wake up at like seven o'clock, hop in his jeep. Not let let me rephrase that. we would hop on. <clears throat> In his geo tracker, or his tracker, head out to the farm, load up his bike, load up his quad, drive to 711 11 get the, sl- oh my god, sorry, <laughs> uh, get the slurpees, head out to the track, and we would drag it, rake it, build it up, everything like that. We would make it absolutely beautiful. Then I'd go around picking rocks around them, and... There was no real words to describe how beautiful and how awesome this was. And we would do that every single weekend. We would never miss a day. It was just that great. So in reality it was one of the best times, but anyway. There's one uh, one day he want he was pushing so hard to do the triple He was going, he was pushing, he was pushing. He was like, I need to do this. So he comes around the berm. He hits it as soon as he left that jump. I'm looking at him and I'm shaking my head. I'm thinking, dude's going to crash. Dude's going to crash. Dude's going to crash. Like that's how much I've been around motocross. As soon as somebody hits a jump, I can tell if they're going to crash. So I, Whoa. I put my arms out and, you know, just to show that I care and I'm going to catch him. Well, as I'm looking at him, it's like, there ain't no way I'm going to catch this boy. So I backed up. I didn't back up a little. I backed up a lot. I was in the bush next, you, you know, he lands it and he biffs it. So I drop everything, shovels, my drink. I start bucking it towards him, looking. It's like, okay, motorbike, Hoyman. Motorbike, Hoyman. Motorbike, scree, uncle. I'm going for the motorbike. So I ran straight to the bike, pick it up. And he's looking at me. (laughs) It's like, hi. He goes, why'd you do that? I'm looking at him. It's like, what do you mean? He goes, what if I was hurt? It's like, number one rule, you go for the bike. He he just looked at me going, what are you talking about? He goes, well, Herbert Holtz always told me to go for the bike, not him. Why? It's like, it's simple. When the bike's on the side, it's going to flood itself. It could do damage. It just could cause the bike not to start. So I was always told, just go to the bike, pick it up. Uh, if you have to, go lean up against the side of the track, tire, tree, anything like that. But always go for the bike before the the rider. And Hoyman just kind of flops back and goes, or just shakes his head and goes, oh, my God. <laughs> so it was quite interesting. But all right. So that's going to be it for this segment. And we will be back right after this commercial break. And we will come back and finish up the show. My name's Toby, and you are listening to The Bliss Morning Show. it is the final freeway or final runway to the end of the show you're listening to the Blitz Morning Show thank you for staying with us through that little commercial break my name is Toby Brendel and we are here to finally wrap up the episode and I do have to say despite all the little bit of a hiccups it turned out you know actually really really good all right so If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at TheBlitzMorningShow at gmail.com. As well, follow me on Twitter at TheBlitzMorning or head over to TheBlitzMorning.com for any updates and things like that that I can or I will post, whenever that is. Then next week, I will try and bring you another episode. I have decided I can do these long episodes once a week. That's not a problem. I have actually been pounding them out pretty good. Um talking about the episodes. And from there, you may never know. It might grow. It might get better. Man, I know it's gonna get better. But what I want you guys to do is to make sure you share it, like it, favorite it, and retweet anytime that you see me sharing the episode. It just helps reach more listeners. Better chances and better opportunities for to actually get out there and get noticed. The more listeners I get, the more I can do for you. That includes getting guest hosts, which I sure hope they won't continue to cancel every time when I bring or line one up. But I don't know. That's besides the point. Anyway, I'm rambling, rambling. So let's get it on and let's call it a night. Guess what? Let's go.